interwebs and welcome to a special festivus episode of the course of life we are proud to be presented by our friends at desert fox golf and live take i'm michael he's alex and alex we have a lot of problems with people we want to error them we want to talk about strong things that happened and we want to do it because it is festivus it is December 23rd. It is. It is that time of year when everyone, whether they like Seinfeld or not, whether they know what Festivus is or not, will be a part of this Festivus holiday. Absolutely. Just for the elephant in the room, every, some people out there saying, what is this stupid Festivus thing? I hear this every year for like a week or two and then it goes away. Well, essentially, it's a, a reference from an old Seinfeld episode one of the main characters, George's dad, had this made-up holiday that he created. It was celebrated on December 23rd. Uh, Mike, I know you, you. there's a couple of uh, interesting facts you like about the decoration used specifically around Festivus, but uh, it's definitely an alt holiday. It, it's a holiday for the weirdos, I would say. You know, it, it, it's really the perfect holiday that encompasses Seinfeld because Seinfeld at its core is a show about a lot of horrible people being selfish. Correct. And that's what this holiday is really about. The tinsel, the pole, the airing of grievances. Where no, you don't you don't celebrate holiday cheer and smile. We let it fly, just like we do on this podcast, just like we do on the live take app. Shout out to our friends. We let it fly and you air your grievances. So so we're gonna get right into it and we're gonna start with our grievances from last year and, yeah. and how this year may have changed or not changed things. Let's give people a little tease of what last year's Festivus episode looked like and then get into our grievances this year where we'll really we'll really get the steam going, Mike. Um yep. I'll obviously take the floor. Uh, because the big one that we were talking about and my main grievance last year was PGA Tour versus Live and the fracture in the game of golf. Well, yep. guess what, everyone? <laughs> it <laughs> is <not> fractured <laughs> even more than we could have imagined at this time yeah. last year. You know, I don't think we need to go too into this because we talk about it a lot every week. And I think we may talk about it in a moment when we talk about our 2023 grievances. It's still going, yes. <laughs> but yes, still fractured, uh, potentially more fractured than before. We're, we'll we'll, we'll yep. discuss yeah. that in a Oh, yeah, in a absolutely. We'll get into the talking points around that, but more big names are gone. The tours seem further away, even though there's agreement that hasn't really come to shape, and the drama just rolls on and on. So in short, um, that grievance still rolls on again. That was your top one as well, too. Yes. Uh, let's get to one maybe a little bit less sports-related, and I'll start with mine, Mike. I was complaining a lot about people – Stuck in their careers, uh, you know, wishing they did something more inventive, more passion filled and fun. And you and I have gotten all over that in our life, get running to our passions and intertwining them with our career. Unfortunately, Mike, as you and I know, it doesn't come without a little bit of adversity. I think you and I no. experienced our fair share of adversity. The wins were high and the losses were low this year, is, is a way I would sum up my year professionally. <laughs> Look, I have I think I've said it before on this podcast and I say it a lot myself, at least life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Mm. So buckle up because it's not going to go the way you thought. 
All right. I know you got what you had one more uh, sports related uh, grievance from last year as well, too. I, I mean, like like everyone, the, the last year we were uh, had the horrible result of the, the cheating Houston Astros winning a World Series. That's again. right. They did. Yes. And uh, thankfully, the Texas Rangers stopped them in their tracks in the ALCS this year and then just took the whole thing. Thank God for the Rangers. World that was Series freaking champions. awesome. Because really for, for reference, you lived down in the Dallas area briefly. I'd been in Texas yep. for 13 years now, and I've seen two heartbreak World Series from the Rangers when I first moved here. And then they were a joke while the Astros were just ringing up championship by championship. So it was good to see the Rangers finally get one on the Astros in that moment in the yep. biggest of settings, and it led them their championship as well. So yeah, that, a, a, a round of applause. That, that was a, a little underdog that finally broke through. It was good to see the Rangers get that win. Yeah, it, it was nice to see. A nice resolution to that grievance, I'd say. If, if yes, before, yes, very much so. <laughs> okay, and my last one, uh, let, let, Yeah, we'll talk, we're talking money stuff, basically. Let, let's get yep. into the money talk here. Yep. Uh, last year, I was livid about how tipping has gotten out of control, and we need boundaries. Uh, unfortunately, I think this is getting worse, and there's one thing that is really, really driving me crazy, Mike, with the tipping. Yep. It's the restaurants that use the handheld um, <laughs> POS yep. right in front of your table. They swipe yep. your card right at the table. They yep. hand you the POS and they stand right over you yep. as you make your tip and decide yep. what level of service you receive for that evening. That bugs me to no end. Yeah. And, you know, you used to work in the restaurant industry. I still work in the food service industry. Uh, and and part of my salary comes from tips. So I appreciate every single person who decides to tip. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't think we need to be watched over by Big Brother as we make our tip. You already are going to know when you see the check how much I decided to tip you. But you don't need to peer pressure me into tipping you more. And it's so sad that I'm not, I've now gotten to the point where if you just hand that to me, and you actually walk away, I think I'll give you an extra dollar just for walking oh, wow. away and letting me tip in peace. How, how about that do, for do you, reverse I, psychology? I, here's the other question. What, what's your baseline tip? Because it used to be back in the day. I, are we old enough to use that phrase now? Back in the we day. Yeah. Uh, tipping started at like 15%. Mm-hmm. Now I start tipping at 20. Yeah, you're probably a little bit more generous than me. I'd say my baseline's right in between. I'm, I'm like okay. a 17, 18 guy, I, or just one six. I divide by six, and then we'll go from there based on how I feel. So, okay. yeah, I mean, the baseline's going up. The tips are asked for in even more places than last year. So overall, t- two out of three for me have gotten more out of control. What, what was your uh, your money-related grievance my, from last year? My money thing got better, and that was inflation. If you remember this time last year, oh. when I was trying to buy a dozen and a half eggs, it was nine. $9 for eggs. Jesus. Now, inflation has come a little little back down to earth in terms of grocery things. I mean, it still costs a hell of a lot of money to buy a lot of stuff, but I feel like prices have returned to a more appropriate level. For eggs, I think they have. I agree. For eggs, I, they certainly have. I'm paying three fifty now. I think for like eighteen eggs. So there was straight up a six month period earlier this year where I was just on protest and I just was not eating or buying eggs. Just just straight up as a protest. I mean, uh, there was I, a point working in the bakery where eggs were more important than a bag of high quality fifty pound bag of high quality chocolate chips. So Jesus, you know, <laughs> that's when you know there's something wrong with the world right there. Oof, yeah. All right. Good to hear the prices are back down. All right. So that is a little taste of what the air, airing agreements looked like from last year. So. Now now, with that, we're going to get into some complaints from 2023. Yeah, um, I'll get very real, and I, I teased it a minute ago, but 
the ramifications of like everything the past few years in this world has had on our life and job fluctuation just ceases to amaze me. And it, it hits me at every corner personally and with life um, without getting into too many details. It's just, it's tough out there for people trying to find jobs, move jobs, move up in the world. If you got something and you like it professionally, my advice to you is hold on to it right now. Yeah. You remember back when we graduated college and everyone told us to stay in school because that was 2009 and the worst job market for new grads since the Great yes, Depression? I do. That's yeah. kind of what it is now. If you got a job, don't don't move. Stay where you are. You're doing good. <laughs> and, and don't try and start a golf podcast that outranks and, and, and outdates us. That's the last thing we need is another person starting a podcast trying to be funny like us too. Yeah, and every, everyone and their dad is starting a golf podcast right now, it seems, or something. So please, please, please. We've been doing this for what, five years now? Five, six years? Oh, but there's there's some fun things that we've got that we'll get to at the end that we've gotten out of it. So we'll, we'll, get, yeah. we'll tease those for the end. But for now, we are still grieving. So why don't you let it fly with your first one? Uh, live golf. The the Pardon my French, those motherfuckers. Uh, and the PGA Tour is still just a complete mess going on here it is uh we're recording a little before the 23rd there still is no deal there's supposed to be a deal by the end of the month yeah we don't know what's happening jay monahan somehow still has a job we'll talk about that more a little later here but i i, I mean i it's just like i have so many problems with the pga tour with live golf with the piff with this dirty saudi oil money where they're trying to sport wash up the wazoo they freaking got john rom who is just like you know they you all suck i'm gonna go take my money it's just like it's just such a who just is Tiger next? Is Tiger next, Alex? Oh is he going to take the money? <laughs> That's the first time you said that. God damn! Yeah. Wow. Um, and just that thought is daunting. But you're right. And, and really, forgetting for the politics at all, just from a fan perspective, the sport and the watching yeah. experience of golf is completely Ugh. fractured. Watching a weekend of golf is not going to be the same for the immediate hey, future now, with the way the tours are now divided. Now you need to watch John Rahm play against a bunch of guys who don't care anymore on the CW and hope it gets done before reruns of Dawson's Creek. Yeah, what is it? I mean, what does it mean if John Rahm lives, wins 10 out of 14 live events next year? Does that? Oh, my God. It's going to be it's him and Brooks Kepka. It's that's the show now. Maybe yeah. Cam Smith shows up every once in a while. And Taylor Gooch. <laughs> Worst. All right, let's get into some random stuff now. This yeah. is yeah. There's a couple things here that we're gonna we're gonna tee off on. Okay, I gotta go off on, on the one of the biggest scams in the history of our lifetime. This is an easy one. Everyone's gonna agree on this. Insurance, just an absolute scam. Just just, just something that is a an agony. That is a a. a a, a root canal in life. It is a bill over and over again that never gets redeemed. Whenever you actually call on insurance and really need them in a time of need, they can never provide the coverage that you needed or what you signed up for is just never quite accurate or adamant enough. And I went through an insurance ordeal where I was back and forth with an insurance company that, that rhymed with great harm. Okay. And I'm saying that because they provided great harm to my brain all year as I went back and forth with the corporate politics of a State Farm issue that ended up taking close to a year to get resolved, all just to remove a family member from my policy um, that I didn't even need to add in the first place. It was it was the dumbest thing in the world, but there was eight to 12 months of red tape. Insurance is just the biggest racket out there. And I was just in the insurance minefield all year in 2023. Uh, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's just uh, it's <laughs> it's the life of an adult homeowner right there being yep. thrown out in the form of insurance. What a racket! That's 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 my one of my main grievances <laughs> this year. Uh, I think one of my main grievances for this year is that it's been so expensive to travel literally anywhere. If you want to leave yeah. your town, it's it's so expensive. If you want to fly somewhere, it's an easy four hundred dollars just to get on a plane, just to get in the airport, and in, and in a rental car is an arm and a leg. Rental cars are the worst, man. I remember used to be able to rent and rent uh, rental cars for like 10, 20 bucks a day. Actually, not like with a million fees where it ended up being $70 a day, even though they advertised $19.99 a day. It was actually $20 a day. Man, rental cars are another racket that would just keep going up in price. It's just it's just incredible how much money it costs to go anywhere uh, to do anything other than, you know, sit on your couch. You know, they keep saying that millennials are the ones killing certain things. You know, they say that about us. We're the, we're the ones killing certain things in society. I'm not killing travel. Your greed has made me kill travel because you made it so expensive. I know. And dude, I'm, and I'm hitting basic economy on a lot of these airlines. And like, yeah. dude, basic economy, they, they'll just rip your heart and your soul out. You don't we're get anything more, in basic economy. You pay economy. more money for a worse seat and worse amenities than we did when we were, you know, in high school or college. It's crazy. Yeah, it's rough, man. I just got traveling, you know, and we're going to be, we're all in it. We're travel guys. That, that's, the, that's the catch 22 of this all is we are travel guys. We want travel experiences yeah. and we enjoy the act of traveling. But when it comes with these consequences, boy, it, boy does it get frustrating. Horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Uh, mine is uh, internet related and it's really mm. just an observation. It's that in 2023, we all have so many freaking apps that tell us everything that's going on, and we're all yep. so clued in with so many notifications that there are just officially no more surprises in social interactions anymore. Everyone already knows that cool thing that you saw on the internet, thinking you're the first one to see it. Everyone knows almost everything about anything, and every interaction is just a, oh, did you see that? Yeah, and blah, blah, blah. There's just there's no more surprises anymore in the age of social media. Well, hey, you know, it's not must-see TV anymore. It's it's must see reels or must see TikToks. That's yeah. what it is. And and then the biggest news stories are now like framed and posted in a screenshot on the notes app. Like yep. that that's the world we're in right now. There's yep. there's just no more surprises. Everybody knows everything. I, I just I don't know. I'm just a fan of the breaking news sounder on the old school newscast, and that just it's lost all appeal. So. It's a brave new world, Alex. It's a brave yeah. new world. Are we just old and curmudgeony now? This is the airing of grievances, Mike. And especially when you catch us at the end of a long day, we've been yeah. laboring, we've been fighting out there for the almighty dollar. You know, you're you're going to get the old curmudgeon, the Alex. Yeah. You know, speaking of the almighty dollar, we got to talk about yep. this next okay. this next grievance I have, and and we talked about this in the podcast just a couple of weeks ago. This is pretty current, but but seven hundred million dollars <laughs> for ten years <laughs> for a guy to play baseball who may play two positions, pitch and hit, and he's awfully good, but $700 million. This is more money than some team's entire rosters put together. How about some nations, some third world countries out there? (laughs) This is just like more. This is is just, it's mind boggling the amount of money that Otani is getting from the Dodgers to play for them. And and the way they structured his contract too is even crazier. He's only getting like one or two million a year for ten years. Everything is deferred. So we all had Bobby Vanilla Day, right? Yes, where, that's where right. He'd get paid. 
thankfully, his day ends right around when Otani Day begins. <laughs> oh, perfect. Got it. Yeah. And and the reason why Otani can defer all that money is ho-hum, he's making $40 million a year in endorsements. So yeah, that, that makes it a little bit easier to that bring too. that trim that salary down. Crazy, crazy astronomical figures in sports. And and like, yeah, to piggyback on that, those NBA contracts right now, there's players that aren't even top 10, 15 names in the league, Mike, that are making $60 million a year playing the NBA. Why weren't we gifted with just supreme athletic talent? Yeah, one, one good golf shot every three rounds. That's that's you our know, quota. Those, those who can't do a podcast, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, more grievances. Let's see. Um, this is a selfish gambler one. Uh, uh, it's a simple ask, Mike. I just, you know, I'm, I'm on all these gambling forums and I see the, the 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 reels on Instagram and I see all these people hitting these jackpots. I just want one. I just, I just want one one slot machine jackpot in 2024. That's it. I see I see everyone winning all this money in Vegas and people putting in a dollar and getting five thousand or people putting in twenty dollars and winning a hundred k. Just just one time, if I can speak anything into existence, um, just just one jackpot. Because uh, I see all these people hitting them, and I just want part of the action. Look, can can I can I ask this? If you win a jackpot, you of over a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, can you give me like five thousand? Twenty five hundred. Four. Three. Thirty five. Thirty two, or the deal's off. All right, 32, but the and then another 18 goes into the podcast travel budget. Fine, done. Okay. There it is. So, I mean, if I do hit that 100K, I'll, you'll be the first one to know. Uh, maybe me being generous and offering some up to you will, will help the gambling gods shine down upon me in 2024. Well, you know, I keep buying uh, Powerball tickets when the jackpot's a billion dollars and I never win too. So, I'd love to win that. Tell you what, if I win a billion dollars on the Powerball jackpot, I'll give you three, three, $3,200. Oh, thanks. So generous of you. <laughs> Uh, uh, my last grievance, and I got, I'm going to get worked up on this, okay. is that I really need people when they're driving their cars to stop going 20 miles an hour over the speed limit, to stop running red lights, and for the love of God and all things holy, use your effing blinker. It's literally right next to your hand on the wheel. You don't even need to move your hand off the wheel to use your blinker. They make it very easy these days. They do. Yeah, it's it's literally not even these days. It's always been there. It's been there since you learned how to drive your car. (laughs) And my thing is, my thing is that I'm yelling at all these people that are flying down the highway at 90 miles an hour. And the best part is they're doing it at like 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. It's like, yeah, buddy. Where are you going? What what is the earth shattering rush that you need to risk your life and everyone else's on this busy highway on a Tuesday morning to get where? So you're what? Three to five minutes late for like something like like you can just call or text said appointment or person and let them know of your tardiness. And it's not an issue. You don't have to be risking lives. And with this as well, can people use their freaking cruise control? I know you have cruise control in that Audi. You don't need to be going 70 and then 55 and then 70 again within a two-mile stretch. <laughs> there is not enough traffic for you to be doing that. Use your cruise control. I like that. Yeah, right. Use your <laughs> blinker and what's the rush? Those are going to yeah. those are our driving models for 2024. Ugh, Ugh crazy. 
All right, let's uh, let's take a little break. But first, let's talk about our friends at Desert Fox Golf. Yeah, absolutely. We love Desert Fox Golf. No grievances to air with them. They've been a absolutely great sponsor not. and friend of ours since the beginning of the course of life. Looking forward to seeing the team at the PGA show. And honestly, the one grievance that I have, Mike, is that not enough people are buying bone caddies for holiday gifts for their friends and family and golfers in their life. Whether it's too late for Christmas or whether you got a birthday in January or you just want to spend a little holiday cash, this is a super easy $20 price point gift that every golfer should have. We all have smartphones. We all like having them out on the course and we all probably use them. So why are we not keeping them safe at all times. This is what the Desert Fox phone caddy does. So check out desertfoxgolf.com. They have a slew of awesome products in addition to the phone caddy that they're coming out with all the time. That's my main grievance with Desert Fox is that more golfers need this for their phone to keep phones safe. Uh, So again, check out our friends at desertfoxgolf.com. Festivus rolls on, Alex. It's time for the great feats of strength, which, as we know from Festivus lore, is comes after dinner. Correct. And it is when George has to pin his father. Otherwise, Festivus is not over. Yeah, it's like a strange show of Greco-Roman uh, masculinity that needs to be on display to like yes. to show dominance in the household to end officially end the holiday. And I think it's also a little bit of a stress reliever when we come off the airing of grievances, which it kind of little makes more sense now after all these years. Now that I talk it out, so I'm okay with showing a little feats of strength, and and we'll do that by highlighting some feats of strength of this year. Yeah, I'm going to start us off here for a change. Uh, let's talk great feats of strength in golf. Okay, and, and I, I, I'm I'm going there, Alex Brooks Kepka won the PGA Championship as a live golfer. That was the mic drop win of the year. It I would was. say, yeah, that really yeah. was. I mean, amidst all the controversy, Kepka mm-hmm. knew. Listen, like I'm only in like these four. Like these are my four and, this year, and he delivered in, in dominating fashion at Oak Hill. And what was great was that the Masters just before that, he played three great rounds in and couldn't put it together in the fourth round to pull out a W. It was and I think I said at the time, oh, look at that. He only plays three rounds a week anyway. Yep. So he doesn't know how to play four rounds of golf anymore. And then he showed up at the PGA and said, nope, I got this, guys. And uh, yeah, it's just who would have thought Brooks Kepka would be the one to win another major as a live golfer and not Cam Smith first. Yeah, that was something that we'll get to a little bit later. But it was uh, interesting to see. um Brooks get that done, and uh, I think he gained a little bit more popularity for that win. It was an impressive one indeed. My golf feat of strength is an absolute repeat. It's a metronome, but it's unbelievable that we're sitting here at the end of 2023. Tiger Woods is coming up on 48 years old, and he is back for the millionth time. It's like Jeez. every single year, this guy has something adversity related, some sort of surgery to fix his ever lingering and ailing body. And he's back at the hero. He's back at the father son, and he's talking like he's going to play again a, a bunch you know, in, in 2024. It's unbelievable how, how this is on repeat. He's every a year. broken. He's a broken record. He just yeah. he just the same thing over and over and over again. We're just skipping and playing the same track over and over and over again. And, 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 he, and you're right in that he's literally he's broken. He's literally broken, and he's also yeah. broken records. And he's a broken record if you can believe yeah. that all at the same time. 
Tiger Woods, yeah. and another mic drop moment for him returning again. I don't even know what that form is going to look like. But now, like whether you even love or hate Tiger at all, you just have to watch and just be like, damn, this is impressive that he just keeps coming back. This guy will yeah. not give up. So we'll yeah. see him more, again more in 2024. Uh, another great feat of strength for me uh, is is still golf related because when you think about this, it's kind of incredible given what happened. Jay Monahan still has a job. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he does. And and the other thing that we have to highlight, we can't miss this, is who could forget Jay Monahan's mysterious illness sabbatical, in which he tried to kind yeah. of garner yeah. a little sympathy. We never really. Knew exactly what that was, and then he just popped into his chair at his work desk and pretended like nothing's wrong. Is it? Is that yeah. what happened this year? I think so. That's pretty much what happened. He <laughs> he went ahead and became the most unpopular person in the world of golf, even more than he probably already was, and did it in a way that enriched himself to no end. If this deal happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very odd year for him, and yeah, it's confusing how he still has his job. He's taken bullets. Left and right. So you're right. It yeah. is an impressive feat that that man still has his job. That is, that's the most impressive job save of 2023, yeah. I'll say. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> uh, my feat of strength is from a past leader of our nation, these United States. It's truly unbelievable. And it's the ultimate feat of strength, Mike. There, there are presidents that last far beyond their term in office, but Jimmy Carter is still alive. He is 99 years young. He is still a kicking. He sadly, lost the love of his life and his wife earlier this year. But Lord bless Jimmy Carter. That man is still trucking along the feat of strength of the year. I'm going to say it. It's like we've written off this guy several times, but Jimmy Carter is still walking this earth. That's that's impressive stuff. I mean, if he could still be bidding the houses with Habitat for Humanity, you know he would be right now. Just just a couple nails, Mr. Carter. Here and there, when you have the moment, hop off the wheelchair and, and help us out with these boards. It's unbelievable uh, that he is still kicking around. Uh, we tried to write him off too many times, but we have not yet. Jimmy Carter rolls on. All right, my last feat of strength is actually about us, Alex. Yay, it's- we finally get to breathe. <laughs> I'm literally just like ex- exhaling. I'm like, all right, when are we going to get to talk about the fun stuff now? Okay. Uh, we, we, we had a, a full week of golf and glory courtesy of uh tourism ireland golf ireland in ireland where we got to play some of the best courses in ireland including what may be one of the best courses we ever play in the european club yeah this was a in in short it was a bucket list trip that was done like with an a plus plus itinerary by the team there and then and you and i had will probably go down as the most unique round of golf of our lives to this point that could be topped we never know what's around the corner in 2024 but that day at the european club encapsulated what the entire week was like at check out our instagram at col podcast at course life alex and at mwrinc because our talk doesn't do it justice that was a truly, truly special week uh, with just unique links golf experiences that we may, may never see again. But having those memories on, on, on photo and in video, always great to go back to. Yeah, it, it was just it was just incredible. I, it, you know, it was uh, and, and at least for me, I didn't get my passport until about a week before the trip. So that's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> 
the fact we that I was still able to go was incredible. And we just need to add too that just just a few weeks ago we also got to go and check out TPC Sawgrass in the clubhouse there. We didn't get to see the course that they play on, but we did get to see TPC Sawgrass in the course there. Another pinch me moment maybe that uh, things are finally coming together. Like we said a little while ago, don't go start a golf podcast because it'll take you six years till you actually start seeing returns from it. And we're finally seeing it. So we don't need you getting in the way. Yeah. Right these now, are our trips. Stay away. God, these yeah. are ours. God, leave us alone. These are ours. Ours. Anyways, um, speaking of that, it tur- really the trips inspired me and it's really kind of become just more for myself and, and creating a little bit of a time capsule, but starting the YouTube channel in addition to our content, we're adding more video content through social media as well. And just kind of honestly, candidly turning my life into a little bit of a documentary and creating these videos of all of our experiences from our time in Ireland to our time at Sawgrass and all my golf and crazy adventures all around Texas. It's been fun creating the memories. And and this year, definitely looking back in the videos, being like, wow, I was at a professional bull riding event in Ireland in the same 30-day span. Yeah, that was real. So it was a a fun to recap to look back and and check, take a look at those videos if you haven't already on our YouTube at Course of Life. It was was pretty cool. You've done some cool stuff this year, Alex. You've done some cool stuff. The best is yet to come in 2024. There's going to be a lot more where that came from. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, let's take another break. But first, let's talk about Live Take. Yep. We've uh, just partnered with them this year, too. Speaking of great things that happened this year, uh, and we post additional content there every week in the form of like a five minute hot take on a certain sporting event thing or culture thing. And we each give opposing viewpoints of it. And then we let the internet. And the members of Live Take and that community decide on who's right and who's And they wrong. always have a voice too, which I love. I love that we, no matter kind of what we debate, it could be any topic really. We, we've yeah. debated everything from food to golf to football and holidays. And there's always people popping on and voting either way. People have got their opinions and you kind of let the public decide and the internet out there and the Live Take users. It's, it's a fun debate forum that's unlike any other. It really is. And you can check it out on your app store, Live Take. Find us on there and uh, check out everything we're posting there all the time. Uh, we're on there at COL Podcast Alex and COL Podcast Michael. Live Take, check it out on your app store and download it today and let your take be heard. Course of Life podcast is brought to you by Zencaster. We've been using Zencaster here since almost the very beginning as how Alex and I record this podcast from hundreds of miles away. And it provides us with great quality audio that works every time. And it's something that makes Course of Life what it is and has kept us being able to make consistent episodes every week. And now it's super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. You log in using your browser and start recording a high-quality podcast right away. You record studio-quality sound and up to 4K video with your guests. You feel a sense of zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. And have you ever wondered what you actually sound like? Zencaster's post-production process makes you sound buttery smooth. It automatically removes those ums and ahs in your recording. It removes those awkward pauses in conversation too. Set the right podcast loudness and levels while reducing background noise with the click of a button. 
Head on over to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our promo code course of life to get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. We want you to have the same easy experiences we do for all of your podcasting and content needs. Again, that's Zencaster.com slash pricing and our promo code course of life. Zencaster, it's time to share your story. We're reaching the end of Festivus, Alex. It's time to talk about Festivus miracles. Miracles. This is typically uh, in Festivus lore, something as simple as turning on the light in the room, the toilet flushing appropriately, the car turning on when you get into it. Everyday normal things are Festivus miracles. But we're going to elevate that into what we think is going to be an incredible thing to happen in the next year. Yeah, we usually keep it a little golf focused. For example, last year, mine was that I said the PGA Tour and the Live were going to kiss and make up. So yep. that obviously did not happen. They <laughs> well, it's are, kind of happening. <laughs> they're going to angrily handshake. They're not going to make up, but they're going to be together, whether they're yeah. happy or not eventually. I don't know if that's going to be next year, though. Uh, this is a couple you love to hate. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of well, it's going to be one of those where you look at them and you go, "Why are they together?" How and you did, mentioned yours earlier, work? right? Was about uh, your boy Cam Smith winning a major, right? Yeah, I thought Cam Smith was going to be the live golfer to win a major, a but no, decent, it was Brooks Kepka. So a decent pick in the moment. I get it. I mean, yeah. it kind of seemed like he had he was the live golfer that had the most form. He was playing the most yeah. events. He just came off a major in his own right. It seemed like he could repeat that form. Cam Smith, I think his game's fallen off a little bit actually since he's gone to the live tour. Uh, whereas Gee, Brooks probably stayed about the same in the last year and a half. So you know, it's uh, it's funny because I think it was Victor Hovland actually just said that he doesn't want to go to live because he thinks his game would fall off. That's the main reason why he's not going to go to live. Could be so, right. In some cases, could be right. Some maybe not. Yeah. We'll see with time. Uh, so with that, let's get to our 2024 predictions, our festivist miracles that we have in the works. And mine is regarding a controversial story that just dropped a few weeks ago. The USGA announcing that they are officially going to make efforts to roll back the golf ball. And essentially, in layman's terms, they're going to make it the golf ball have less of an ability to fly further. And it's not only going to be for professionals, but for amateurs. My miracle is, I think that there was so much of an onslaught of negative feedback towards that. I think they're going to nix the whole thing. And I think the golf ball rollback will just disappear into the sun next year. Uh, maybe. Yep. Maybe. It's a miracle. We'll see. It would be a miracle if it happened. But you know, you know what, what though? Uh, I, I just sent you this today, actually, from a professional underscore golf underscore advisor on Instagram. This guy named James, who's, uh, I think, somewhere out of Europe, it looked like. Yeah. Who has these funny videos that he's been posting. You should check him out. I actually think he's pretty funny. Uh, and he talked about the golf ball rollback and how a lot of people are really worried about it. But he's saying, no, the rollback means that when you now as an amateur hit your ball into the water, it's going to roll back 10 yards and come out of the water. Mm. Well, that could work. I'm willing to negotiate <laughs> on that type of rollback. Yeah. I'm a little bit more <laughs> open minded with that one. Yeah, but it also means that if you hit a hole in one, it's going to roll back out of the cup. So mm, that's not good. I yeah. still haven't had an ace. So yeah. uh, my 2024 prediction is going to be bold, outlandish and potentially um, something that could get me kicked off this podcast, Alex. Okay. I'm saying that Liv buys out the PGA Tour like it looks <laughs> yeah, like okay. they're doing. All right. Yeah. 
Jay Monahan shuts down the PGA Tour and Live Golf becomes the only thing left in the professional golf landscape in the U.S. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that would be an absolute cavalcade of events. <laughs> Just the, literally, we watched the death of the PGA Tour in this podcast. That's something I could have never predicted. Yeah, but Jay Monahan keeps his job and gets paid billions of dollars. Jay, Jay Monahan and Greg Norman just regularly seen out to dinner as friends. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers down the yeah. road. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. There you go. There's a couple of miracles for you. We'll see and right. look out towards 2024 uh, and see if they happen. And let's just get right to it. Let's always end with food. Uh, always yeah. end with food on Instagram is our food account. Uh, let's just do one highlight food-related content from 2023. For me, it was real simple, Mike. I had a lot of highlights. Went to a lot of cool places, but my best itinerary all year long was from my April trip to Vegas. Vegas is a yep. really awesome food city if you do it correctly. There are so many options in so many of the hotel and casino properties to go to. I had five dessert options, five cocktail options, eight great restaurants, happy hours galore. If you do Vegas right and you center it around food and drinks, you can have an amazing time and, uh, and never even gamble a dollar. So my Vegas trip was honestly the food highlight of my year. Yeah, uh, I'm going to do a honorable mention first before I talk about my actual food highlight. Okay. That is all the steak we ate in Ireland. <laughs> mm, Irish beef, a surprising winner from that trip. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the 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 beef in Ireland is so good. We had so much good steak. In Ireland. I think I had steak three times during that week. I've never had that much red meat. That's I was freaking like, lavish cra- life right I was there. craving a salad so bad by the end of the week. I forgot how bougie our meals were. That was amazing. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, but my, my top highlight, though, in the year is just everything that I've done working in a professional bakery working at Auspicious Bakery here in Savannah. Uh, if you don't go on my Instagram, MWRINC, you should, because I'm posting videos there. I'm posting stories as well uh, every couple days. Um, you can see behind the scenes what it's like to make uh, like 300 dinner buns for Thanksgiving, but then multiply that by like five or six times, and that's right. how many we actually did. So kind of give you an idea of how much really goes into uh, a professional bakery and, and the volume and what we do. They, and the variety guy that you variety, guys are churning yeah. out was uh, uh, ridiculous this year. It, feel, it felt like you guys are doing five times as many things on the menu as last year. I don't know. I mean, we were. We were. There was a lot of stuff on the menu this year. Yeah, it was very cool to see it behind the scenes when I visited Auspicious. Again, Auspicious Bakery, if you're in the Savannah area, check it out. That is a wrap on Always End With Food and our Festivus Year Ender. A, a happy Festivus. Air your grievances happy appropriately Festivus. with your family members. Love them during the Christmas holiday afterwards. Have a happy new year, and we'll see you in 2024.